everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Insights of the Mental Game, where we talk about how important mindsets are when it comes to playing and succeeding in sports. My name is Mahek Acharya, and today my special guest is Sarah Kohler. <clears throat> wow, <Hi>. my voice. <laughs> so excited to have you on here. Thank you. Hi. Right. So how was your spring break? Uh, my spring break was definitely a ton of fun. I got to tour some colleges in Chicago, and I'm so sad I missed you. I know. I'm not, not fair. I know, I know. We'll definitely meet up sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also got to spend some time with my dad. We actually, when we played golf in Florida, so it was really nice. That's so cool. What was your favorite college here? Uh, definitely Chicago. It was really? so pretty, and wow, it was just amazing. Chicago. what do you think of Northwestern? Because actually, I visited that campus, like, I think a month ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually really liked it. It was when they gave us the tour, it felt mm-hmm. a lot smaller than it really was. And yeah. post tour, we actually went and we saw the engineering building. Mm-hmm. We kind of just like snooped around in there a little bit and saw everything. And it like really widened my understanding of the school. And I thought it was a super cool trip. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so what age did you start playing golf? Um. I would say I started playing around four. I probably started watching my dad hit golf balls at the range around three. And then I think I got my first set of clubs when I was four. That's so cool. Okay. This is going to sound off topic ish. What, what, what color was your first set of clubs? Okay. Actually, I I will always remember this. So I had um, a pink nine iron mm-hmm. and it had a hat on it. And it was, it was like my favorite thing. And then I had um, a putter that was purple and green and those were like my favorite things in the world. And I actually, I wish I still had them because those, those were amazing. Those made golf like so much fun. I had a set of hot pink golf clubs. That oh I, used. I love that. I use those for a way, way too long. <laughs> At least you had a set. I had two clubs. <laughs> That's so funny. Um. Okay. So you live in New York City. So. How do you, okay, I, I think I, I genuinely, I think I asked you this in Montana, like when we were walking from like cabin to cabin, like one night, cause I like remember that specifically yes. and I completely forgot, but like, where are you playing golf in like such a big city? Okay. So it's actually pretty funny. So I told you, I got started playing golf around four mm-hmm. and there was like a little range right by Marine park. You probably don't know where that is, but there's a little, there used to be a little range out there. They had um, a chipping green, they had a bunker, they had a really nice driving range. And my first tea chapter actually played out of there. So I was actually up mm. there a lot. But in terms of courses, my first experience on a golf course was actually like a pitch and putt um, golf course right near um, the beach in Reese Park. Oh, wow. And I went there for like the first time. I was like eight years old and I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I played with like a bunch of older kids and I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. But yeah it kind of got me into city golf because it really showed that there can be golf anywhere. So there are actually a few really good public courses that aren't super expensive and you can get out there and have like a nice time at a decent track. Mm-hmm. And definitely there, there are options. You kind of just have to know where to find them. So Yeah. No, that's pretty cool. I actually, I want to go to college in a big city. So I was thinking like, where am I going to play golf there? <laughs> well, if you come to New York, I will literally tell you every golf course that you will need to play. So I'm like, I actually, I do want to come to New York. I think the colleges there are so nice. Also, I just love the city. Like, do you love the city or would you like rather like go to, like, are you a city or a country person? Well, definitely city. I don't think I could do something in like rural middle of nowhere. I kind of need the, mm-hmm. the life, but yeah. it, 
living in the city has been amazing mm-hmm. so coming to chicago was a dream <laughs> okay chicago or new york just city wise now you're making me choose that's hard <laughs> um, probably new york because i've lived here my entire life and i love it but yeah. i will say when i went to chicago i like turned to my parents and i was like i'm gonna live here like it's gonna happen yeah i, I like can- chicago but i feel like I don't know. New York is definitely like has way more people. Sometimes I'm like walking like on Michigan Street and I'm like, wow, there's not as many people as I thought. <laughs> You'd actually be surprised though. Like some places in New York, while it mm-hmm. is super populated, there are some kind of quiet places that are really nice. Yeah, I can see that. But I'm excited. I'm so excited to come to New York this summer. <laughs> you better be. We're gonna have an amazing time. Oh, for sure. Okay. So obviously you're playing in such a big city. But I feel like no matter where we all play, we all sometimes like struggle with things in golf. Mm -hmm. So what is like one mental struggle that's kind of been your biggest hurdle in the game of golf? So I definitely think um, I tend to rush. So Mm -hmm. if I, if I hit a bad shot, I have a lot of trouble kind of like breathing and being like, okay, get in the mindset, think about the next shot, not about the one that you just hit. Mm -hmm. And I tend to like run up to the ball and like hit it again. And then it usually ends up badly, but definitely my speed and tempo so that I can really breathe in between shots and not just take almost like a spiral into a bad round and instead kind of hit that one bad shot and come back with an even better one. Yeah, that's good. Just kind of get it out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there anything like specific you do after a bad round, like take a day off or kind of just like head immediately to the range? Well, I would say it kind of depends. I think it depends on where I am. If I have mm-hmm. access to the range and I really felt like I had a bad round and I needed something that, and I needed like kind of to go out and fix something immediately, sometimes I will go to the range. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time, like the range is closed because it's late in the day or I just really am super tired and I kind of just want to go home. And I feel like I like listening to music a lot after I play golf. Mm-hmm. It's kind of really relaxing and I've tried meditation. It's not really my thing, but mm-hmm. I definitely think that music and kind of just winding down and like remembering to breathe, honestly, deep breathing is really good. I know it sounds like meditation, but deep mm-hmm. breathing is music. They really help me unwind after a round of golf and kind of just reflect on what happened and try and plan for the better next round. Oh, for sure. I actually really love deep breathing. I feel like if I'm ever like really stressed out about something or I'm like, I have like too many things going on. If I just take like a deep breath, I feel like everything just kind of like calms down. I know. Like kind of that feeling of I have no control. I have no control. And then you breathe and you're like, I have a little bit of control. I know. Especially with um, like finals and like AP testing and everything coming up. It's like, oh my God. (laughs) I know. So many tests and so much to like think about. I know it's actually ridiculous. When does um when does your school end actually? Uh so we end like June 10th, I think. Oh wow. The, the week before that is finals week mm-hmm. and the week before that is prep for finals week. Yeah. It's kind of like there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Wait, so June 10th. So do you guys start in like September? Yeah, we start on um, September probably like the second week of September. Okay. That makes yeah. sense because we start like um you know, in Montana, like the, was that the last? Yeah. The last two days, I think. Yeah. You had started school already. I started school. <laughs> but you and get I out just of- like skip those two. Do you get out in May then? Yeah. We get out like end of May though. 
Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But I just remember being in one time like, oh my God, I'm already getting emails. I know. I remember you got that that email that was like, you have a test tomorrow. And I was like, yes. Serious? I feel like I feel like Montana was like literally last week because I remember like sitting at like in the dining hall. Yes. I just going in and I like check my phone and I'm like, I have a test. I know it was like a calculus test. You're like, oh my God. I'm like, I don't even know what calculus is. <laughs> the funny thing is, calc was my favorite class. I loved it. Are you serious? Yes, I absolutely loved calculus. Wait, are you taking calculus right now? No, I'm taking linear algebra. What? what yeah wow. okay because I'm in I'm I'm in taking calc bc right now mm-hmm. I feel like it's actually not that bad but I feel like calc b was hard like um what's it called I'm trying to like remember math but I don't know just like that section like the fundamental theorem of calculus and stuff oh my god I remember that I'm like um what's it called Riemann sums like I think those were hard the rectangles the yes! rectangles <laughs> I remember that like a crazy hard class how's that going say it again linear algebra is like a hard class how's that going it's actually surprisingly a lot of fun it's it's Mm -hmm. pretty lenient because it's it's all seniors Mm -hmm. so like there's one other junior in my class but we we kind of just learn it at our own pace and then do a lot of we do a lot of take-home assessments because a lot of it stems from all of these different theorems and corollaries and it's actually really interesting when it comes down to it. We did a project recently about the applications and I got to apply it to how crystals work, which was really cool. So it's it's definitely a difficult class, but it's worth taking at least once. Yeah, no, I can see that. Plus you want to go into engineering, right? Exactly. Oh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> what about you? Are you going into engineering science or are you going to go the liberal arts route? Uh, I guess actually finance. Huh, fascinating. I know. I actually, you know what's really funny? I literally figured that out after, like, um, the leadership summit. I'm like, oh, this is what I want to do. That's really cool, though. I know. But I'm thinking maybe a minor in, like, engineering or computer science. But I don't know, because I took comp sci and I thought it was, like, okay. (laughs) That's so funny. My, I, like, I joke about comp sci with all of my friends. I'm like, I'm in the class because I love the teacher, which is true. I love him. His class is fantastic. But I am like, so not into comp sci, but I'm so going to need it for my major. And I'm like, <laughs> no, it's like, the, it's going to be the death of me. Oh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. It's not, it's not crazy. It's just, I, don't know, I feel like some people are really good at it and others you have to like work towards it. So yeah. that's all right. I've got your phone number. You can help me. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Um, so you mentioned that you listen to music after a bad round. Yeah. Specifically, like, what type of music? I think it kind of depends on my mood. Like, again, um, so I was raised on, like, the 80s and the 70s and 90s, Mm -hmm. kind of old music. So I really have, like, a love for, like, old bands. Like, I love Journey. I love Joan Jett and Mm -hmm. Janet Jackson. And there's so many, like, old bands that I'm, like, completely in love with. But sometimes... Because I, I actually play an instrument. I don't play as much anymore, but I wish I did. I played flute. So oh, wow. I was into jazz. Mm-hmm. And I loved listening to like Mingus and like all of the the jazz that's like amazing. I, I can't even explain how much I love jazz music. But I feel like I would definitely have a balance between a lot of different genres because I listen to things from across generations and decades. Yeah. And I think that kind of balance is really, really helpful because... 
there's some music that I'll listen to before playing golf. Like before I go into a tournament, I listen to like this really high energy, like, come on, you're going to do it. It's going to be amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the word is. Like, I guess synth music. Yeah. And like, maybe afterwards, if I'm kind of tired, I'll listen to like jazz or I'll listen to something like a ballad that's really calming. But I definitely think music helps me set the mood. Oh, no. I like that. That's really nice. I love listening to music, especially like like before a golf game like the same thing I try to like kind of like hype myself up exactly because, you know like all the nerves are running through you you're nervous like I think it's you know before any game and it's like just want to like kind of direct that nervous energy into like actual energy <laughs> yeah what do you listen to I'm really curious I actually listen to like oh I will say I listen to like a, like my music taste is um different so I do like jazz, but I don't really listen to jazz like casually. Mm-hmm. Um, like my top artist on Spotify is Drake. So huh. kind of like see. just him. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense though. Like knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just like, I feel like he has like all types of music. Like I listen to one song and it's kind of calming. listen to another song and it's like not calming. And I'm like, Wow. <laughs> I think that's cool though when an artist has so many different styles and then mm-hmm. it's really awesome to listen to oh I know I love it um what is your greatest golf accomplishment and failure and what did you learn from both of those experiences okay so actually they happen to be the same thing oh wow is- okay so I was playing in a tournament about a year ago now maybe a little bit more And I was actually playing really well. I was really, really happy with how I was playing. I was like making putts. I was, I was on it. I was, I was ready. I wasn't going to win because I wasn't playing the best golf in the world. Like I wasn't playing like Tiger, but I was happy with how I was playing. Mm -hmm. And then I actually, I hit a shot and I lost a ball and I said, okay, that's all right. I lost it. Fine. One of the Rangers came, he drove me back to the tee box and I was able to hit another one. Okay. And I actually lost that one too. Okay. And then it started to rain. Oh, wow. (laughs) And when I mean it started to rain, not like, oh, it's drizzling. I mean, full on sideways rain with like a good 20 mile an hour wind. Yeah. So now I'm looking for ball number two. So I go and I hit a third shot, which I lost. And I finally hit a fourth shot, which was probably shot number 10 at that point. Who knows? But I finally hit that shot and I finished the hole. And the number I made was really, really embarrassing and really awful. And I really hope to never make it again. Mm -hmm. But I would say that like that moment was probably my greatest failure because I was so embarrassed. I was like, this, this is so embarrassing. I'm playing with people who are so good and I've just like, I feel like I shouldn't even be here, Mm -hmm. but I remember, and this is the part that made it my greatest accomplishment. I finished that round. Like I, I was thinking, I was like, yeah, I could probably quit. I could probably pick up and walk off, be like, yeah, I don't feel well. Or yeah, I'm too tired. Or yeah, it's raining or whatever. I could probably do that. And my mom was watching. So that actually made it even more of like a, I'm not going to quit. I picked up my bag and I was like, I am finishing this round. Who cares if I shoot 2000? I am finishing. And I think like that attitude of perseverance has been so important to me because no matter what you shoot, and even if you have a bad round and even if you're embarrassed or you feel bad or you feel like you disappointed somebody, like 
being able to say I finished it and I made sure that I was done mm-hmm. is so empowering. And like, that's why I go back to golf. And I think that that moment changed my outlook on how I play and how I do things when I have a bad round. Yeah. Like instead of being like, oh, you were awful. You should have done this. You should have done that. It's kind of like, okay, you had a bad round, pick up your clubs, go to the range and try again next time. Mm-hmm. Having that ability to say I did it and I'm going to do it again is so great. And I love the sport for that. I know. That's really cool. Yeah. I definitely, and, yeah. What are you going to say? Funny thing. That story that I just told you was what I wrote for my Montana essay. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. I wrote, I wrote about that for like one of the supplements that was like, what's your biggest accomplishment and biggest failure? And I wrote about that. So that's, it's really is a touching story because I feel like everyone, everyone um, perceives success as like, I hit my lowest score I got, (laughs) or I got the best grade in the class or like, I'm like the number one student. And it's like, that's really not, that's really not what success is. No, it's, it's really about feeling like you accomplished something. Mm -hmm. Because there's been so many times I'm like, how did I like, how did I do that? And it's like, I'm not successful, but it's like, ah, yeah, I am. It's just that success is just kind of like you working hard and it paying off in whatever way. Exactly. Or even just taking the time to work hard. Like for me, that's just what success is. Just having the perseverance to work hard and that's what you did so you like succeeded exactly woo thank you for <laughs> amazing so are you gonna play golf in college so I'm not really sure I definitely want to mm-hmm. but I'm not looking to be recruited or anything yeah. so I think that if I have the ability to walk onto a team or even to try out I definitely would because I think it would be so good for like my not only my physical health but my mental health because it's such a great game to play in so many ways so I think if I get the opportunity to play college golf absolutely you'll see me on the fields and maybe we'll even play against each other or with each other (laughs) that would be so fun I love playing with people like I know I think because golf kind of sometimes I feel a little like stressed out because it is like a solo sport Mm -hmm. like you have your team but they're not like with you at the hole but I feel like playing scrambles or being or honestly just even being in a golf cart where you get to like drive it that is so much fun absolutely it's like some of the best moments I've had with some of my closest friends are like on the golf course oh I know we have so much fun together and I think the best part is like a lot of the time you'll hear like oh golf isn't a sport oh golf isn't this oh golf isn't Mm -hmm. that And then you walk onto the golf course and you're like yeah but this is why I play I play for the people I play for the fun and like it's so amazing Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. no for sure and also it's just that like I don't know sometimes I'm like I walk in a class right and people are like how'd you go off and I'm like it was good you know I'm just tired and they're like you're tired you just sat and drove a cart and I'm like no no it's not how that works exactly like I put my effort into it. I worked hard. I swung a golf club for a good four hours. Like, you want to try? Also, we can't even use, like, carts. Like, we have to walk. I walk and carry. I've been walking and carrying since I could hold the bag, which was, like. I know. (laughs) It's, like, hard because it's, like, you're walking and it's, like, well, like, it's all, like, 50 pounds and it's always, like, 90 degrees out. And I'm, like, oh, my God. And I think the other thing people don't realize is we don't cancel for weather. Like, we play in anything like it's 30 degrees mm-hmm. go on do you guys like play when it's like because you said like um in the story you told me you said it was like raining like 
fully. There was no lightning. They didn't cancel. So yeah. And I like to joke and I love I love my coach dearly, but he will send us out in any weather. If it's yeah. as long as there is no like lightning and it's not like there's no snow on the ground, he is down for anything. Yeah. I especially like when you're like in the middle. I feel like when it starts like pouring for us, we like leave just mm-hmm. because we can't see <laughs> because the weather here is so bad. Yeah. But yeah. I love it. Okay. I have a couple of like rapid fire questions for you. I'm so ready. So we just kind of like, I'm just going to go them. We have to answer them like right away. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. All right. Favorite snack on the course? Peanut M&M's. Hat or visor? Definitely a hat. Push cart or carry? Carry. Favorite club? Ooh, my favorite club? Totally my driver. <laughs> Least favorite club? Um, ooh, that's a hard one. Probably my potter. Mm. Nine holes or 18 holes? 18 all the way. Favorite PGA player? Favorite PGA player. Um, I like McElroy. He's mm. cool. Favorite LPGA player? Ooh, I actually, embarrassingly enough, I don't really follow the LPGA that much. Oh, really? Like I, I know a few names, and I guess if I had to pick, probably Annika Sorenstein. Mm-hmm. Sport you would play if you didn't play golf? Well, I actually play other sports. Um, I play tennis and I kickbox, so one of those. Mm. And go to breakfast before a big game? Um, hmm. Either eggs and like a piece of toast or a coffee yogurt. Ooh, coffee yogurt. Yeah, I'm totally in love with them. They're great. Wow, never heard of those. <laughs> Definitely try them. Okay. Um, well, thank you for being on this podcast. Thank you for having yeah. me. Uh, thank you for everyone listening to this episode of Insights of the Mental Game. And don't forget to follow the Instagram and Spotify. Definitely do it.